and most poor suckers are starving to death now. Come on, Agnes, live. Come, child. Turning people on for 60 years. We must be doing something right. That we didn't know if it was, if I, if I was gonna be able to do it. So for 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 a few months, we didn't know if it, if we were gonna have it on the album or not. The problem for me initially was to get the very the very pattern that the whole song is kind of based on. Doctor Zeus film podcast. Sexual repression. Uh huh. Most you, definitely. You can also watch it as an expression of madness, except for the part where it doesn't scare you away from the madness. Certainly not me, which might lend some some insight into my thinking and my brain chemistry. Mm -hmm. That it drew me to that kind of madness. Private Eye, who's morally ambiguous. It's got your femme fatale in Rachel, and then, but it, but then it's told across this sort of different. Um, like this different landscape and cityscape that's actually even a little bit more cynical than the original uh than the original uh, uh film noir of the of the classic Welcome to 2023. This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. And underneath me, you hear the landscape of White Lotus Season 2. We can talk in depth about it since yesterday was the end of the year show. I figured let's start fresh. Five years of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, originally called the Dr. Zeus Podcast. And then I changed it and switched it up where I talk about film, television, and music. White Lotus Season 2. Madness. At one point, I had to stop watching it because it, it was just, it was, it was too much. It was a lot of, hey, I, I, I have nothing against debauchery, but at the same time, when it's really rich people with really rich problems, where where else are you going to go? Where else are you going to go? But with White Lotus now, the first season, the first season was just as shocking. Yes, Ar Armand eating that one guy's butt, you know, it's like, oh, but you know, the, when you're hungry, you're hungry, you know, lust is lust. Season two season two is just naughty it's naughty first you have this illustrious cast created by mike white directed by mike white written by mike white hbo max baby you know what i'd like to see in season three i want to see gene smart as deborah vance now that would be hilarious just saying this season two cast, you have F. Murray Abraham, Academy Award winner. Jennifer Coolidge, who's back. Adam DeMarco. Megan Fahey, or 
How do you say your name? Jeez, I always hate this part. You know, five years into this, come on. Megan Fahey, Beatrice Grano, John Grease, Tom Hollander, Sabrina. I can, uh, okay. Oh, she's got an interesting role. So we got a. How do you say this? A lot, there's a lot of unknowns in this. Really great actors, by the way. Michael Imperioli, uh, Theo James, Audrey Plaza, Haley uh, Luke Rick, uh, Richardson, Will Sharp, um, Simona Tabasco, Leah Woodall, um, Laura Dern as the uh, Dominique's, uh, Dominic's uh, strange wife. Yeah, yeah. Seven episodes. First episode is called Arrivals. Second one is called New Day. Third one is called Mysterious Monkeys. The fourth is Recentering. <clears throat> the fifth is The Lotus Eaters. The sixth is Departures. Or no, wait, that's season one. Sorry. <laughs> I fucked it up. It's the new year. Okay, the first episode of the second season was Chow. Second episode was Italian Dream, followed by Bull Elephants. In the Sandbox, that's Amore, Abductions, and Arriva Dirci. Now, I'm going to say this at the point of the show. If you have not watched season two of of white lotus what i'm gonna do is i'm not gonna talk about i mean there's there's some pretty funny shit in this there really is some funny shit in white lotus season two a lot of hot sex and hey I'm, i'm game for that and then there's you know there's crazy moments such as this Is Lucia? He's gonna translate for us. 
So tell us about yourself, my dear. What do you do? Hospitality. You just gotta live every day as it comes. Who knows if we're even gonna be here tomorrow? He says I owe him money. You followed us here? I know what you're doing, man. Were you in our fucking room? Those are some tidbits of season two at the White Lotus. Many have asked me, is the White Lotus a Rio hotel? No, but I'm sure there's many people like that at the different various hotels. As I was watching it, though, I was like, okay, is this because, you know, yes, I understand there's married couples, but these are rich couples. These are not your average couples, although a lot of the issues they have are average. Lack of sexual enjoyment, money, cheating, suspicion, bullshit. Who has the bigger dick? Yeah, the pecking order right there. The hierarchy, the patriarchy. Fuck the patriarchy, as we all say. But here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, by the way, five years in March. That's why you've got a wonderful little intro getting ready to signify the five years of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I've been doing this for a long time. I've had many guests. I've had many altercations. Huh, many ghosts. Is that right? I'm Carrie fucking Francis Fisher. You've had many ghosts. I think I'm the only ghost ever allowed on this show. Oh, sweetheart, we all know I'm your favorite ghost. I concur. I am your favorite ghost. After all, you did a whole hour based on me after my departure at the age of 93 years old. See what I mean? It's been one hell of a trip, and White Lotus is a trip. It's a trip, and I mean, there's some there's some crazy ass shit going down on this show. You don't, I mean, at at the end of it, you're left going, okay, did I just see that? And you're looking at the Easter eggs because you have to you have to go back and look at those Easter eggs. Although there are videos out there that spot the Easter eggs for you. I'm not going to ruin it for all of you because what can I say? This is a film podcast, a music podcast, a television podcast. Someone was asking me, is White Lotus a movie? It's a miniseries. Or as they say in the Emmy category, miniseries, movie, or TV. (laughs) Yeah. But the White Lotus is really, as I've said to many people, it's a fuck fest. It is a total fuck fest. Everyone is getting theirs and some who aren't getting theirs, but they'll get it in karma. It's a crazy cast. It's a good looking cast. It's an interesting cast. And then at the same time, the story just opens up. At first, it's kind of slow. And then as you get, you dive into this buffet of different characters and storylines all intersecting, you're like, whoa. And they all lead you to the White Lotus. 
nobody is perfect at the White Lotus, even though perfection is in the front entrance and in the way the staff make it all look beautiful, even though under the veneer it's cracked. <sighs> the guests are all seething with problems and issues and some aren't talking to each other and some are resentful. You know how you can't judge a book by its cover. That's because there's a lot of internalness in these covers of the cast of White Lotus Season 2. And the one who is the only original member from the first season is Jennifer Coolidge. The hilarious, the amazing Jennifer Coolidge. We have all been watching Jennifer Coolidge for years. She is a comedian. I think many of us know her as Stifler's mom from the American Pie films. Um, she was also in, uh, what is it, um, Legally Blonde. She, she did a really great Broadway version of The Women, which I thought was hilarious. And her comic, comedic timing is just original. And she brings that to The White Lotus. And, um, you know, the taglines of The White Lotus, I mean, I love hers where she's like, Every time I stay on a White Lotus, I always have a good time. Yeah, because she's got a lot of money. A lot of the people in the series have a lot of money. You have the two couples. You have, um, you know, they're one, uh, what is it? Uh, it's Ethan and Harper. He is, I guess, a tech person and he's made a lot of money. And they are meeting up with his buddy from college, uh, Cameron, and his, and his wife, um, Daphne. And uh, things get interesting. And then you have Michael Imperioli's character, who is, I guess, this Hollywood guy or a producer, has a lot of money, and he and he flaunts it. But Jennifer Coolidge's character—that's the character where we're like, oh shit, she's got a lot of money, but she's very naive, and we see the writing on the wall but she in a way maybe she doesn't want to see the writing on the wall that's about to unfold in her very extraordinary life uh, at the same time she is you know she is starting to feel the vantages of her age and um she still sees herself as this very desirable you know character but at the same time She's starting to be aware that things are not quite as they seem in her marriage and in her life. And then her amazing assistant starts to realize this too. So there's simpatico in that way. What I take from White Lotus season two is it was just naughty. It was it was a lot of I mean, it, like I said, it, it's a fuck fest. It's a big giant buffet fuck fest everyone is doing something to someone everyone's getting played in a in a way of of speaking i found it entertaining 
at the same time I, fa- I saw it as a cautionary tale not what to do when you have all that money and also treat others as you want to be treated although you know it goes all the way back to picture it sicily 1922 and we think of sophia's stories about sicily and then here they are modern day sicily and everyone in their own life wants to be extraordinary they want to feel they want to be where they're they're going to go and it it really is it's a crazy world that we live in and at the white lotus there's no exceptions right there it is crazy crazy do i recommend it here's the thing i'll recommend it as long as you've got kids make sure they're asleep because they don't need to see this they do not need to see this the show is not for the faint of heart the show is fucking crazy okay um big big respect to mike white for writing producing and directing this series and i love the first year series because i'm a big fan of murray bartlett i really am and i loved him on the show looking but this oh my god <laughs> and on you know audrey plaza i mean she's just she's just exceptional such a great actress like I said, the cat, the cast is just exceptional. But at the same time, and like Theo James, I remember him on Downton Abbey, and he played Mr. Pamoof. And if you remember Downton Abbey, what happened to Mr. Pamoof? So now, Mr. P- and he was a nice guy, but in, in White Lotus season two, the character that he plays is just knives out crazy, almost uh, we could say, you know, sociopath in a way. He thinks he's perfect. He wants us all to be part of his team and to be entertained and to plan everything for Harper and Ethan, the friends, and at the same time dogging them and saying, why did he marry such a a nobody wife? So yeah, there's a lot of shit stirring, a lot of tea getting spilled, but the one-liners, I mean, the memes, that's the power of memes. <laughs> the memes really draw you into it. When you see the memes, it's like, oh, should I really be watching the show? You know what I mean? And um, there's, just, there's just so many interesting interlocking things uh, with the White Lotus. There really is. And I don't, I don't want to give anything away. <sighs> so let's not, let's not give anything away. Perhaps, I mean, I was gonna play. I mean, if we can look at some of these clips, some, you know, it's. Hey, like I said, it's a big fuck fest. It's coming off of an Emmy win of epic proportions. And, but yeah. Oh, see, I don't want that. I don't want an opinion video. I really don't. And there's, yes, there's a lot of toxic masculinity in White Lotus. Maybe I should provide these. No, I don't want that. I don't want their opinion. I want the clip. I want the clip. 
Peppa Pig. <laughs> God, it just seems like the body would naturally stop getting horny once you're past the age of procreation, you know? Like at 50, you would just stop. 50? 50. 50's not that old. It just seems undignified. I'm still virile, by the way. I could still impregnate a woman. Oh. No girl should have to be exposed to an old guy's junk. It's not like it was ever so beautiful to look at anyway. It's a penis. It's not a sunset. <laughs> I love those short clips. It's a penis, not a sunset. Let's see. Let's see if we, you know, but that you kind of feel for Jennifer Coolidge's character when she says that. Guess who I am? Peppa Pig. <laughs> no. lot of people who need help in the series <laughs> oh my god i mean <coughs> would i watch it again no i mean it there were moments of it that were really 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 funny and then there were moments where i was like what what's going on here um I mean, yeah, there's there, there's a lot to be said. <laughs> oh my god, these characters, white lotus, and then a whole bunch of them um, are British, by the way. The whole kissy perfect thing—it's a front. Yeah, he cheats on her. Why do you say that? Because she basically told me, and I think she does it too. Really? Yes. I mean, she was super vague, but. Yeah, compared to them. Oh my god. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of that going on. This search for perfection. This search for what's real. You're not gonna find it at the white white lotus. You're not gonna find it. You are just not going to find it. Like I said, it's a it's a fuck fest. It's a fuck fest. I told you. You asked me, so I told you. I told you the whole truth. Well, I'm telling you, I didn't do anything, okay? Haven't I always been honest with you? There's moments like that. I won't reveal the whole farm. Hey, the gays invited us to Palermo. What? We're gonna go on their yacht. We're gonna spend two nights at Quentin's Palazzo. He said he might even throw me a party. You're gonna need to bring some cute things. Do you have any cute things? Does she have some cute things? That's like asking Jack Nicholson. You got a helmet? Oh, I got a helmet. <laughs> I've got a beauty. So at the White Lotus, 
it really is game time. It's game time. And the strongest survive, or the craziest, or the horniest, or the money, the social, there's a lot of social climbing in the White Lotus. It's not a, not just about sexual climbing. It's about social. That That's included as well. It's like a big package deal. The White Lotus. But yes, I was telling some friends that when I was watching it, I actually had to take a break from it because I was just like, this is too much. And then the miserable uh, aspects of the characters and they're just trudging up all of this shit. And so, yeah, I, but I had to take a break from it just to, you know, because I don't like to binge things. And my goal was to finish it before the end of the year, which I did. So remember, at a white lotus, I always have a good time. <laughs> As she was saying that, I kept waiting for her to say that the Botox doesn't work for another hour and a half or, or wind off. Yeah. Hey, there are a few characters in here that are likable and at the same time as I've said before everyone is in on it everyone who's anyone on season 2 of White Lotus is in on it I've, I just started on it some of you are probably like, well you're kind of late here's the thing I'm a very busy person professionally so uh, it was my goal during these two weeks off to watch White Lotus. And I want to thank Candace for recommending it. As I've said, she is a great, um, intelligent mind who has great ideas on television and film who recommended I watch this. And so I watched it. And yeah, we had a meeting of minds. Season two of The White Lotus. What is season three going to bring? Are they already making it? Who knows? We are in 2023 now. The world is your oyster. I don't want to hear that. Oh, I hate this. You know what? Take the word hate out of your vocabulary. Replace it with I dislike. Like I'm tired of people saying to me, when I bring up a famous singer, oh, I don't like them. And they tell me that same story over and over again. I get it. You don't like them. Let's not go back down this road again. This is a new year. This is a new beginning. The Dr. Zeus film podcast. I'm going to stop saying, oh, this is the music edition. Because everything that I talk about is part of this podcast, this coming together of minds and ideas and film and music and television and literature. It's all in there for the taking. Okay. So white Lotus season two, you can watch it on HBO max. You can watch it. You can come over and I'll play it for you. It was one fuckfest after another. There's some cute people. There's madness. There's tragedy. But remember, this is television. This is why I watch television. This is why I don't watch reality TV. Because reality TV couldn't come up with good shit like this. 
Hey, I get it. Reality TV, as my friend once told me, is cheaper to produce. But at HBO, nothing is cheaper. HBO, think of think of that trajectory of the Sopranos, Six Feet Under, uh, Succession, True Blood, The White Lotus. So at HBO, we've we've got just a, a bevy of really great ideas and shows and they've got deep pockets to quote a character from the show Succession so here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast I want to welcome you all to 2023 2022 was good it had its moments it had its craziness it had its transformations but here in 2023 we're going to have fun. We're going to have lots of fun. As you can hear it in my, va- my voice, yeah, we're going to have lots of fun. Because I'm going to take this show to places it's never even been. Places you've never even dreamed. And I'm not talking about the White Lotus. I will not. Go- it doesn't even exist. Now, Sicily, on the other hand, maybe one day. I've always wanted to visit Italy who knows maybe run a villa that would be the shit now wouldn't it so 2023 five years of the dr zeus film podcast where i talk about films music television literature sometimes the day at hand the Criterion Collection. Thank you, Jason. In fact, I need to indulge on that right after I record this episode. But for five years, in March of 2023, I have been doing this podcast. Uh, to quote Barbara Walters, I wanted to do a show about people with different personalities. It's called The View. ABC did a really great tribute to Barbara Walters called Barbara. It's available on ABC. It's also available on Hulu. Check it out. That's the thing. When I first started this show, I would really do... If something happened, I would race back and record. I've done that on many, many occasions. And when I heard that Barbara Walters had died... I raced home to pay tribute to her because that's what I do. I mean, this is not CNN. This is not MSNBC. This is the Dr. Zeus film podcast. Everybody has a podcast. My friends, it shit happens when you party naked. Creatures of the night. Adam Simmons, Chris Wetzky, Jason Almy, Christina Almy. We all have podcasts. Podcasts of different mindsets different ideas and to quote Barbara Walters different views yeah (laughs) and so for five years the Almies have also been doing it for five years podcasting Adam Simmons Chris Wetzky myself um, Angry Dad Ben hello the Angry Dad podcast we've all been podcasters for a long time so we know the ropes it makes me think of those times when certain friends who were remain nameless says, you know, you need to do your homework better. 
and I was a little annoyed and thought, that's why I do a podcast and you don't. You just post reels. <laughs> it's cute, but it gets a little old after a while. Just saying. But this podcast doesn't feel old. It's always fresh. It's always vital. It's an extension. And so, as always, unpleasant dreams.